Hey, this is a Hakawati production. Hi, friends. Today on the show, we're talking about jobs. Between 5 and 25 million jobs. That's what the International Labor Organization predicts the coronavirus pandemic will have cost the world economy. In Lebanon, which has had a double hit as it was already grappling with a deep economic crisis before this all started, the picture is extra grim as industries in all sectors face shutdowns and bankruptcies. But my next guest isn't sitting on the sidelines. He's the co-founder of Jobs for Lebanon, a platform that's part of a broader movement that rallies the global diaspora. Joining us from San Francisco, California, please welcome Roy Baradi. Hi, Roy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And good morning. I know you're, you, you just got up a couple of hours ago. And first of all, I have to ask you about your cold showers in the morning, which you revealed to me when we were trying to plan this interview. Um, you mentioned that you needed time to meditate and take your cold shower because, you know, that's what you do in the morning. Is that what everyone's doing in Silicon Valley? I mean, look, we are a bit woo-woo here in the Bay Area, but the woo-woo tends more towards kombucha and yoga. I have a habit of doing uh, 36, I'm 36 years old. And so I learned that from just a friend of mine who, who's a mentor to me and who I've met while volunteering in prison. He's the calmest person I know. Uh, and so uh, I do right now 36 minutes of meditation, 36 cold seconds in a cold shower and uh, 36 burpees. Start with the burpees, then the shower. Wow. Interesting. I guess that explains why babies don't meditate. To do zero minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the older you get, the more stressed yeah, out you get, too. You need more time. All right. So tell everyone what Jobs for Lebanon is all about. Jobs for Lebanon is a call on the global diaspora to hire Lebanese in Lebanon. That's simple. That's the sentence that governs us. And if you break down the sentence, a call, it's an ability to, you know, make heartfelt calls, heartfelt videos, something that could just be spread across the diaspora to the global diaspora, to the Lebanese living in all 200-something countries around the world, to hire Lebanese in Lebanon, which is uh, to go on jobsforlebanon.com, post jobs, candidates apply, get hired. And the reason for this is because the Lebanese market got choked off with the economic situation and with tough closed borders with our neighbors. And so the only outlet is creating jobs that we didn't know existed But are there, and that's what the call is about. So, is it just for uh, people to hire people in Lebanon, like that are already here? Or is it also for uh, companies outside of Lebanon to maybe hire freelancers and uh, people to work remotely with them? That's it's the latter, right? So there aren't that many jobs open right now in Lebanon. Anyone can can post and apply, uh, even if they are in Lebanon. But the goal is to be able to call on the diaspora wherever they are, to have freelance jobs, to have even full-time jobs that they can offer remotely to Lebanese in Lebanon so that we can revive the economy. How did you develop the platform? I mean, how did you come up with the idea? And then why, why you? Like, what's your background that you felt that this was something you could do and help with? So I'm helping realize a vision. Uh, it started with a friend of mine who gave me a call. She had just returned from maternity leave and she had a dozen messages back in the Thawra, back in, the, in December when things were, you know, high energy because we're all kind of finally 
putting at rest all the other flags and just holding the Lebanese flag. And that was a moment of hope. But on the other hand, uh, a lot of people had just highly educated people had lost their jobs and uh, the jobs were disappearing. So she had that kind of a solution in her mind to calm the global diaspora to hire Lebanese in Lebanon. Um, and then she and I started to bring in some of our close friends who could make that sentence come true, call the global diaspora to hire Lebanese. And that turned into a group of 13 of us during January, February, and March. And on March 10th, we launched. We actually launched accidentally. The video leaked. The vi- and that turned into like a, a viral video campaign, which was fantastic. And from there... Uh, now we're a team of 40 volunteers. We're all volunteers. We're a nonprofit, so owned by no one, a collective of people just working together, highly organized in order to, and we break ourselves into three departments, you know, virality. So we're a team of 10 designers, creatives, art directors, creating uh, campaign after campaign, and we'll start seeing them more. And then you've got a team of 20 who are the growth team. Uh, who are uh, all over the country, all over the world in 17 different cities. So there's uh, an ambassador. So we have an ambassador program, an ambassador in Australia, an ambassador three, four in the, in the, in the, middle, in the, in the middle East, uh, in Kuwait, in, in Dubai, in Lebanon for sure, uh, in Europe, uh, Paris, London, Italy, and in, in the U.S., we have three or four, and it goes down to Argentina. And the goal is to be in every city in the world within a year, sharing that viral campaign. And then finally, the product, which is a recruiting system uh, that was offered to us by a company called Smart Recruiters, which is a company I work at. Smart Recruiters is a recruiting system used by 4,000 companies around the world, including IKEA. So if you're in Saudi Arabia and then you apply to any job at IKEA, you're using Smart Recruiters in the background without knowing it. And other companies like McDonald's or Publicis and LinkedIn, Twitter, all of these companies use smart recruiters. So we got a free license, which allowed us to get 80 engineers worth of work for 10 years for free that we were able to adapt and wrap into a website called jobsforlebanon.com. Wow. Uh, but let me ask you this. So it sounds like smart recruiters has their act together since they're working with all these uh, big corporations. But what's unique about Jobs for Lebanon as a platform? Well, first of all, the question can be broken down into two pieces. Why does Lebanon need something specific? And why this item in particular? Why is this recruiting system a great fit? So starting with Lebanon, we have a unique situation in the world whereby we have three, four times more people outside of the country than inside the country. We have a culture, a century, a century and a half of people leaving the country, coming back and sending remittances back, coming back for Christmas, for New Year's, feeling very Lebanese, teaching their children Arabic, I mean, up to a certain number of generations. So this tie that you have back home makes Lebanon a prime candidate to be able to have a platform for them. Combine that with the fact that you can't access your money in the bank, combine that with the fact that borders are closed, then calling on the global diaspora is a natural thing for us. Now, why this platform? It happens that I work at at Smart Recruiters, and so I have very good access, and I was a product manager there, so I helped build it for three years and know all the different partnerships that it connects to. But Smart Recruiters itself is the world's best recruiting software. It's not yet open to the public to come in and then just apply. It's usually at the moment, and that's going to change soon. But at the moment, it is for companies to be able to use that software like Visa, 
are IKEA or McDonald's. All the recruiters are on this platform, but it is the most modern recruiting software out there. It's a very easy to use, which is needed when you're when you're making it as a do-it-yourself mode for Jobs for Lebanon. Now, 400 jobs have been posted in the last three months. I don't know the hiring managers. They just came in and self-served. So if it's an easy product, they can do it. And once they have it, once they've posted that job, they have the ability to receive candidates, see a matching score of every candidate to a job. So all this part of Wasaye to Kilhel Osas are gone. Because here you have a machine learning algorithm that's going to break down the job description, break down the candidate resume, give you a ranking score, uh, a match score and ranks the candidates. And then you can, if you want to send them coding assessments through partners or video interviews or even background checks, invite them to interview, send them offers and hire them. So you can do the entire recruiting platform. So you're literally getting the tool that some of the top companies on earth um, are have uh, and pay for for free. By the way, I gave it a try a couple of days ago. It is super easy to use. You know, I really, I played around with it actually. And there were a few job listings that caught my eye, like for example, a Lebanese bread maker. I mean, what could yes. be better than baking delicious bread all day? Unfortunately, I don't think I'm qualified. <laughs> But you have some interesting jobs out uh, on the on the that are listed. What are some of the industries um, that are most kind of participating into in this process and in this kind of coming together? Uh, there's a huge demand in tech. There's 70, 80 jobs out there. We're seeing almost one every day. A lot in design. A lot in marketing. Uh, a lot in HR. Uh, we're seeing a lot in um, engineering jobs. Actually, there was a candidate who got hired in Saudi Arabia. So he's working from Lebanon for as an MEP engineer uh, in Saudi Arabia. And anything that you can do in technology, uh, tech startups, they have really picked up and, and used that a lot. There's a, an e-bike company from the Netherlands that's owned by a Lebanese and Dutch team. Uh, and so they, had, they asked for a chief experience officer. To be working there. So there's some, some really cool jobs, a lot in finance, a lot in accounting, a lot in consulting, as well as teachers, writers, writers and copywriters. So there's a blend. And the reason that we were glad that we never restricted it to say, okay, only these companies can, can post jobs or these types of jobs can be posted because now we're seeing a plethora and it's literally covered all industries. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Um, and the timing is great as people are working remotely anyways. So Are you monetizing this platform? And what's the long-term plan in terms of uh, keeping it sustainable? Yeah, so so far it's free. You, know, you, want, you want to, no, not so far, it is free. Uh, now and forever. You know, you want to post a job, you want to hire Lebanese in Lebanon, ahlo sahla. So we're, we're not going to look uh, to charge for that or to apply to get a job. The only thing we ask is just let us know if, or do it in the system when you hire someone, because getting a testimonial proves That this thing is working and yes and it just warms the heart of every volunteer on the team that's working on it to see that like yesterday i had a message three people got hired yesterday and then one of them one of our colleagues one of our ambassadors in dubai she reaches out to her friend and tells her hey i'd like to have a chat with you on jobs for about jobs for lebanon she's like oh i know the pla i love the platform i posted a job two months ago got quality candidates hired someone i'm actually looking to post another job tonight you know she took his Like we saw this and it just made us so happy. Now, long-term monetization strategy, monetization in a world of a nonprofit where no one owns the, the entity, there are no shares, is about self-sustainability. Can you get to a point where you're able to cover expenses? 
uh, and develop the platform further. So what we're looking to do is once the platform gets to a certain critical mass of candidates, then for companies like uh, an Ernst & Young, uh, a Deloitte, or any other company that's looking to hire in Lebanon, right now they could be going to Indeed or LinkedIn or Bait, and they're posting jobs to consider jobs for Lebanon as well, because you're going to have a list of thousands of candidates, very qualified. I mean, sometimes you, like they're overqualified for a lot of these jobs. And you see jobs where like I'm looking for a designer and then you have a person with 20 years of design experience covering everything from design to user experience to information architecture to animation uh, to physical print and have probably worked at an ad agency on top of it. Like you get some really good talent. So for those who anyways go on, for example, LinkedIn, for example, for a subscription, they could consider jobs for Lebanon for, and we're looking for a you know nonprofit uh, cost that wouldn't be expensive, uh, like a job posting, but instead you have this database for the price of a job posting or two. Uh, another way is we could help staff. So if a company comes and says, hey, I've got these 20 people that I'd like to hire over the next year. Sure. We've got the candidates. We can, we've got them the matching, we can interview them, we can shortlist them and send you the quality candidates and help you staff your organization. That's way too. Uh, a third way is uh, that a bit down the road. We're looking to create as many jobs as possible for the Lebanese to uplift the entire economy. Why can't we convince, for example, American Express, Citibank, Dell to open a call center, to open a technical support team, to open an outbound sales team? to open an account management team in Lebanon. And there are companies that do that at the moment inside the country. And so uh, working with them and, and, and organizations, so there, there are training centers, there are outsourcing tool teams. So basically bring them together and be able to do some proper bids for larger enterprises in order to bring businesses to Lebanon and get people hired as well. This is so interesting from both perspectives, because yes, you're helping the community. But on the other hand, I would imagine it is, as you say, such an interesting market um, for corporations because you have a highly educated population, many of whom are experienced, as you said, and multilingual, which is amazing, and so hungry for you know proper work. So it's, it's uh, really uh, interesting from that perspective as well. But let me ask you this question. How important, in your opinion, is it for people from, you know, a country to stick together once they've emigrated, as, you know, people do these days and are all around the world? Is it important for, uh, you know, countrymen to kind of support each other? And why? Uh, why are we all doing this? We're one of the people that you're talking about, like countrymen who, you know, we have our jobs here, but you know, we want to be able to help. But by the way, though, I'm talking about Lebanese in Lebanon and outside of Lebanon. There's so many. I was early on a call with uh, AUB because we're launching a campaign with them um, and our marketing team. Uh, it's very interesting. And they're in Lebanon. Uh, so we're a very international team. Why is it important? Because it gives you a sense of self. Yeah, and so many of the volunteers who are outside of the country on the, on the initiative are in it because they grew up in the U.S. speaking English I was talking to a friend who's grew up in Alabama. She speaks Arabic really well. She, spent, she went to Lebanon, worked there for a couple of years, came back. She is extremely engaged. You know, it gives them a sense of culture. It, it gives them a sense of home. It gives them center. They, they, they know where they also come from, where their parents come from, where their heritage comes from. 
there's first of all, like the sense of self-actualization and sense of self gives meaning to life. And then you can go down to more basic components in Maslow's hierarchy. And if you have a critical mass of people who are helping each other, think about all the different lobbies in the world, right? You don't have to go too far to think about some of the ones that are extremely successful. They help each other and in unity is strength. And so if you can go on your own, you can go fast and some sprints, but as a team, you can go far. And that's, that's why that matters to be able to say, hey, this is where I come from. I had another conversation with a lady who grew up in Bremena and left when she was five years old. I got in touch with her because she was trying to post a job on, on Jobs for Lebanon and she reached out to the support team. And, you know, we're a lot of us, are, we're all on the support team. And she lives in New Zealand. And uh, we just hopped on a call, got a sense of where she's at. Living in New Zealand, she's still super tied to Lebanon and she has uh, uh, her company and she was looking for someone to, uh, a sound engineer to fix the audio quality on her videos that she produces. And I believe she completed a hire. And so uh, wherever you are, distance matters a lot less than where your heart is, and especially in a remote world. That's as important as ever. True that. Um, there are some cultures that are really good at what you're talking about, at sticking together. Like, I mean, Jews come to mind. They really support each other in every way, um, business-wise, um, politically, on social media. Um, APAC is one of the most, you know, the, one of the strongest lobbies in the U.S. How does Lebanon compare in terms of how organized it is? And what about other Arab countries? Are any of them organized when it comes to sticking together and supporting each other economically um, and politically? This kind of touches the political sphere. And I'm a Hasni politics, I'm much more of a technologist. I'm like a nerd in San Francisco, basically. However, being part of this initiative, I've started to get connected because as we grow, you know, call the global diaspora to hire Lebanese in Lebanon, the whole global diaspora piece calls for getting connected to the different groups. So we start to get a taste of what that looks like. Yeah, there are pockets, you know, I see some groups of 20,000 Lebanese on LinkedIn. Uh, there are some economic, economic entities that get together groups, but they're very disparate. There isn't anything like the Jewish lobby. Like the Jewish lobby is just highly organized. They're just, you know, there's like such a small population and they're, what they're doing, you look at it, you're like, well, there's a thing or two that we could learn in, in terms of the organizational front, you know? And and we are doing something like that right now. You know, as we start to bring that global diaspora together, the different groups are going to connect. And and the message is simple: create a job for Lebanese in Lebanon. So we can all stand behind that. It's it's not a hard one, and it'll make us all much stronger. And the vision goes beyond that, right? So vision is to create a new economic sector for the Lebanese in Lebanon. Yeah, you think of the banking sector. You have the uh, agriculture sector. You had the tourism sector, uh, tech outsourcing or outsourcing. So this one is vision number one to be able to accomplish that. By doing this, you would have connected the global diaspora to create such an economic sector. And you would have really delivered on what you were, what you were talking about a second ago about like how important is it and, and will it happen? I, it will. I think within a year, as we grow, as we are, This will happen and we're going to be uh, kind of a new version of a get-together group with agenda coming from a nonprofit. In Kilshi is on the website. Everything's completely transparent. What we stand for is there and what we're all going for is this. So at least it's, it's clean and something that people can stand behind and 
it's it has integrity. You know, it's creating uh, jobs for people who didn't have the opportunity to leave the country or just chose to because they really love the country. Who can't stand behind that? Well, I can stand behind that. Um, How fast is the platform growing? Um, Can you give me some numbers? It's a rocket ship. Uh, So we launched on March 10th. We are, what, June 10th, roughly, three months in. Uh, 53,000 people visited the site from 143 countries. Among them, 1,000, roughly, recruiters signed up. So said, clicked on I'm hiring and then filled an account. And they're there. 400 jobs were posted, 397 to be exact, and 3,600 candidates have applied. We know of somewhere between 30 to 40 candidates have gotten jobs, are getting paid, are employed right now in Greece, in in Dubai, in when I say in, with companies there. And they're doing these projects from Lebanon, and they're part of that team right now. Um, and uh, beyond the, the 30, 40 that we know of, there's a lot more that we didn't hear about who got hired and also hundreds of jobs that are in the hiring process as we speak and are just hiring as we go. So not bad during COVID, a time where there were no jobs and everyone's going in the opposite direction. Not bad at all. Roy Mabruk, what a great, great project. Thank you. It all goes to the Lebanese everywhere, honestly. I've never met a single person that I've spoken to on this project and I'm one of 40 voices. Uh, on uh, currently on the team. I was one of 13 when we launched, one of 40 now, uh, hopefully one of 200 soon. Uh, we're taking teammates who want to come and join, but any group that we've spoken to have been on board. So I would honestly say this is for for everyone and the Mabruk for all of us for actually sticking together and, and, and uh, following through and seeing the results, seeing hires and seeing extremely happy people who are getting an in income and uh, keeping their brains fresh. And uh, I'd recommend anyone is interested, go to jobsforlebanon.com, explore it. Well, I know there's a bunch of people like you who are uh, doing a great job with this, um, but we're glad that you came on the show and shared this uh, great initiative with us. And uh, thanks so much for taking the time to tell us about it. Thank you, Nadia. Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure. And that's the end of the show. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you liked it, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you'd like to support Lebanon and its talent, check out jobsforlebanon.com and TMR's great and unique merch online. It's now available on maisonorient.com, lebelique.com and lebanesedesigners.com. See you next time.